This is the TJ Show, and happy Valentine's to you and the people who you love and the people that love you. Jaybo. What's up, TJ? I did something for you today, and I hope I hope your husband Archie is okay with it. What'd you do? Well, I wrote you a love song. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. And, you know, your husband is, is not here in this area right now because he's active in the U.S. military. And okay. I, I mean, I hope he just takes this the right way. <laughs> okay. This is my gift to you today, j right. Oh, how cool it must be to be married to Archie. She knows him best. Oh, I gotta ask her, does he ever dangle a fighter knife across his chest? Oh, Chapo, she surely knows. But either way, It's for you, Archie. It's for you. He's gonna love it. I, I wanted to say a happy Valentine's Day in a special way. Oh my god! And that was it. And then, you know, while I was there in the studio recording, my wife Jess was nearby, and I, I got a feeling she just she wanted to sing a love song for me. So I, oh, yes. I welcomed her onto the microphone. Hey, Jess. Yeah. Can you help me with something? Sure. It's Valentine's Day, and I think you wanted to sing a love song to me. Oh, sure. Here, I'll put the music on. This is the music. Okay. Did you want to do this or no? <laughs> um, you don't want me to, like, write anything no, down? Just first? do it off the top of your head. All right. Yeah, here we go. If you love me, you'll do bad dishes. Hey. It's one of my easiest wishes. Stop this. Dishwasher. No, but like it's right next to the sink. You put them in the sink, you could just do the follow, like, you know, the next step. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. I had to cut it off. It was that was not the direction I was expecting it to go. TJ, I'm so confused. First of all, that was beautiful. Both songs were beautiful. First one was a little concerning, but it's still beautiful. But I'm so confused because whenever you have the show over for dinner at your house, TJ, I always see you loading the dishwasher. So is that just for us? Tell Jess that. Is that just for us? Jaybo said it, not me. No, no, no. Yep. Do you not do that any other time? (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. 
Hey, there's someone I'm thinking of who's got to be lonely today. I decided to type a question into ChatGPT, the artificial intelligence software. Let me tell you, that's a lot less exhausting. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know what to do for my friend who might be lonely today. Mm -hmm. And so far, even though I hate to give it credit, ChatGPT has given some great advice when we've asked it somewhat deep questions. So I keep going back to that artificial intelligence well. And uh, let's see what they say today. Here's what I asked. I said, hey, ChatGPT, my friend is alone on Valentine's Day and I don't want him to get caught in a social media doom scrolling vacuum because I think it will make him more sad. What can I do to make him feel less sad? I'm just looking for a little bit of direction. Okay. And of course, you type that question into the software and it uses all this data from the internet and beyond and it spits out this answer. That's very thoughtful of you to want to help your friend feel less sad on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day? You know, it's still got some <laughs> kinks to work out, but uh, no, it's Valentine's Day. Here are some ideas to consider. Put together a care package filled with their favorite snacks, a thoughtful note, and maybe a small gift like a book or a funny movie. Let them know you're thinking of them. Is it? Would that be too weird for him? Would that be calling attention, though, to like if he's lonely and then I'm delivering a care package? Is, is that going to make him feel worse? I don't know. That's, that's tough because if you're doing it out of the blue and it's just on this day, yeah. it yeah. might make him feel some kind of way. Well, I think we may have found the first time Chad GPT was wrong. See, they're not thinking deeply about emotional connection. If you can't be together in person, schedule a virtual hangout. You could have a video call, play online games together, or even watch a movie simultaneously while chatting. <laughs> Remind your friend to take no. care of themselves. No, I don't want to do that. No, I mean, <laughs> but a video call is a pretty good idea. Not calling attention to the day, but just saying, hey, what's up? Yeah, How are you doing? Yeah. You. Just thinking about you yep. today. I bet that could go a long way. It could. Encourage them to do something they enjoy. Encourage mm-hmm. your friend to take a break from social media if it's making them feel worse. Make plans for something to look forward to in the future. Oh, that's another good idea. You know what? I could book a concert with this friend. That'd be cool. Because there's something coming up that we both like. Give them the tickets today. Yeah. 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 It just so happens to be. Yeah, this so day happens to be. Where I feel like you're painfully alone. <laughs> something to anticipate can boost mood and motivation. Sometimes all someone needs is a listening ear and validation of their feelings. Mm, that's true. And isn't that's that exhausting? Stuff. I mean, isn't that a wonderful <laughs> isn't that a wonderful thing to give someone? They're both true. Exhausting yeah. and wonderful. You're a good listener, J Bo. <laughs> and it's exhausting <laughs> and wonderful. Yeah, yeah, no, you're wonderful for it. <laughs> Let your friend know that it's okay to feel sad and offer your support without judgment. Lastly, remind your friend of their worth and how much they mean to you. Mm. Sometimes, a simple affirmation from a friend can make all the difference. Ultimately, the most important thing is to be there for your friend and show them that they're not alone. Yeah, that's so cool. It sounds a lot easier when you just break it down that way. Just let them know you're thinking about them. Your presence and support can make a world of difference, especially on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's. Valentine's. It is a special holiday for some, but for others it's tough just because of all the reminders of love and thinking about those people. How could that hurt? Well, here's the thing. Love is not just relationship. It could be just family and friends. I have a friend of mine where her and her husband, they do this outing every year at a fast food restaurant that they really enjoy. Beautiful. And they take their kids and their friends with them. There you go. Right. This is the TJ Show. Happy Valentine's Day. Of course, we continue to follow this story closely. The Apple Vision Pro, the big ski goggle-like computer invention (laughs) that we wear on our heads and then it 
puts us into this computer and real life mix where we're walking around and imagine your iPhone or your smartphone with all those apps, just seeing those in midair and being able Mm -hmm. to click on them in midair and ideally being able to type in midair. Apple obviously released their Apple Vision Pro not too long ago. We're now seeing some headlines that some of the buyers are not happy and they're returning the $3,500 device. One of the major reasons, it seems like a clunky design. It goes on to say and quote one tech influencer saying that wearing the device on his head and face can be inconvenient even if he can sit there comfortably. So you're just you're sitting down, you're trying to watch something and you just feel uncomfortable because you've got all this weight on your head, pushing your neck down. Hey, that can't feel good on your spine. You know, you have to go see a chiropractor after all that. Yeah, who, who wants their neck pushed down yeah. all the time? No, not me. And at the same time, there are influencers saying, well, there's a lot of potential here. This is that this is the first version of this. And he says he can't see himself using the headset for long periods of time. For technology slash productivity devices, this is a non-starter for me. Another self-proclaimed Apple nerd agreed with some of these sentiments, saying the device's weight is noticeable enough to be mm. a burden. But I wonder if you stick with it long enough, does your neck get stronger? I don't know, And then you can, bro. like, turn your head faster than ever before. Well, think about it. Your head already weighs so much. Yeah, I never thought about that. Using the headset to do things you would normally do on an iPhone or Mac are just more complicated, aren't worth the effort, according to this influencer. Yeah, it's like, I guess you're kind of learning a new way to navigate. Right. You're so used to a mouse and clicking with your thumbs. Think about when the BlackBerry first came out and we were first starting to text with a full (laughs) keyboard. And how clunky was that? Or even go before that, just texting with the numbers where you'd have to hit two twice to get to B. Can we go from when the iPhone went from having the home screen button to no longer having a button? Yes, it was I had an entire fit. I was like, what is this nonsense? You know, it's funny. I remember now that you bring that up, the torment we all faced. (laughs) What a world we're in, right? And I don't even remember now until you said that, that I went through that. And that was recently. Yeah, I'm so Mm -hmm. used to how it is right now. So I think there's a learning curve here for sure. I've seen a bunch of different influencers use it. Uh, Some are saying that 10 to 20% of their line of vision is removed by giant black edges. You know, we want more vision, right? We want to be able to see things that maybe we couldn't see with our own eyes. One of my favorite influencers is Casey Neistat, and he put out a vlog where he put it on, and I thought he had a very honest approach to it. He said, this is a really cool technology, and there's no doubt Mm -hmm. this is going somewhere, and this is going to probably change the world in so many words. I'm summarizing what he said. You know, it's not perfect. And how could you expect it to be perfect? It's the first, well, first of all, nothing's perfect, but it's also the first iteration of this life-changing technology. I'd still say it's a scary place to go to, and I'm not a fan. And you can't really improve something until you at least tried it the first time. That's right. how you get better, right? You try something, it doesn't work out so great, you try it again, you fix some things here and there, and then eventually it gets to what we have now, which is the iPhone 23,000, which is <laughs> <laughs> where it's like better than the first one. And uh, the other thing is, this is an opportunity for people who are really rich and have $3,500 to burn <laughs> to play with a new toy. Yeah. You know, like when my kids get a new Barbie. Or an LOL doll. It doesn't last very long. They play with it. It, That's too expensive for what they're charging for those things. It's all relative. Mm -hmm. This is just a toy to some people, and they're going to keep figuring it out. This is the TJ Show. This is the TJ Show. Yesterday, I did my yearly drive by my favorite fancy chocolate shop. Because I wanted to get some chocolate-covered strawberries for my wife and my daughters. 
and I was there, and I, I noticed there was this big line of dudes, contractors, business guys, got their like shirt sort of untucked, and we're all in the same line, <laughs> just like looking at each other, like, yeah. You're awesome, man. Smart guys. Taking care of the lady. Oh, yeah. And we just kind of gave each other a little, like, weird smirk. And then I got in the parking lot. We waved to each other. I was like, man, I could have made some new friends yesterday. We're all on the same page here. You know, one of those guys is really taking care of himself. He's like, this is the perfect time <laughs> to he, get some chocolate. He is very inconvenienced because he shows up at that same chocolate shop every day, and there's never this kind of a line. Yes, Kenny? I'm going to buy you a football that you can keep in your car. When you have these bro situations, you guys could just have a catch in the parking lot. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, well, we're, we're not busy catching balls. We're busy uh, making sure our wives are taken hey. care of. Not, not that you can't do both at the same time. That's you know, you can only, you got to pick and choose what you spend your time doing. Yeah. Jaybo, what's happening in your world today? I learned that most men don't receive flowers until their funeral. Uh-huh. Isn't that sad? I'm trying to think if I've ever received flowers. Well. And I think the answer is no. You will today. W- what do you. I got you some flowers. You're you, pulling, Josh, and Kenny. Pulling flowers Aww. out of this nice bag here? Are you yeah, kidding me, Jaybo? You guys need to know that you're appreciated. And love, beautiful, and valued. Passes to Josh, Josh. Kenny. Thank you so much, Jaybo. Passes Heather to TJ. This is the first. So I bought time. you guys flowers. I've never gotten flowers before. And that's then Heather, so I got you some chocolate because really that's the way to our hearts. Wow. You, you would you be offended if I gave these to my wife when I got home and took the credit for them? Slightly, yes. All right, then I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm don't not do that. Do that. <laughs> so I bought you flowers. Enjoy, guys. Josh, were you thinking the same thing? I'm going to do okay, that. Okay, awesome. So. <laughs> I will text your wife, Anne, and let her know that they are from me. Wow, so happy Valentine's Day, guys. That is so pretty. Look, the first time I ever got flowers, and they're from Jabo. I love it. Thank you, Jabo. <laughs> Did you Whatever. Just I think I might be aller- allergic to these flowers. No, that's your upper lip. <laughs> yeah, was he about to start crying? I think so. I think so. Kenny, what's happening Very in your beautiful. world today? It smells nice in here. Yeah, it does. Now, you guys know that I, I'm not one to toot my own horn. Oh, no. really? Do I know that? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you sure about that? All the time. But yesterday, I, I was a hero. Once again, your buddy Kenny was a hero yesterday. What'd you do, Kenny? You know, the last time he said this, it was he caught an old lady falling down a hill at a ski resort, right? Yeah. That. You were all snow tubing and a woman lost her footing and he swept her up and actually like carried her back to the family. So as much as I wanted to make fun of Kenny, it was a real heroic move. Well, yesterday I was a hero again and you guys were all eyewitnesses. We were at lunch together and I pointed out to our <laughs> server a typo on the menu. <laughs> That's I true. I would call that a hero. Well, you know what? It was pretty embarrassing. It was a very, we went to a very nice French restaurant yesterday, yeah. and the uh, the way it was all written. You know, sometimes you don't know what certain things are. Yeah. And you said, "What is a fruits? A, a fruit? A fruit? A fruit?" And the waiter said, "Oh, I'm sorry. That's actually misspelled. It's supposed yeah. to be a frit. Frit, yes. Yeah. French fries." And I was like, "Wow, look at that! You found." And they said they have to actually get all their menus retyped because of that error. Yeah, she <laughs> she thanked me profusely <laughs> for pointing out that typo. So there you go. A hero comes along once again. Well, your old pal, when, producer Ken. When you go back next year, it's still going to have a typo because they're not going to pay to get those things retyped out. <laughs> yeah, it's. Pretty Pretty wild that you caught that. I didn't notice it, but uh, I guess your eyes were at a different part of the menu. This is the TJ Show. Yeah, we're working with heroes and people with big hearts around here. Thank you, Jabo, for those flowers. That's so nice of you. This is the TJ Show, and here we are on Valentine's Day, and many of us are just thinking about love, but funny enough, Jabo, you have two friends who are celebrating a birthday today. Which is rare, I think. 
And that's so nice of you that you even care enough to see how they feel that they share a birthday with a holiday. You know those holiday birthday people. Yeah, it has to be tough. I mean, I have my own special day, but not everyone is as lucky as me. Yeah, me too. I never have to think about it because yeah. my, my birthday is just on a random day. Same. And so you called your friend Laura to check in on her to see how she's feeling. Yeah. That's what's so great about Jabo. One of the many things. You actually care about how your friends are doing. How did you feel as a kid growing up having to share your day, your birthday, with everybody else? It definitely changed as I uh, grew up. When I was little in elementary school, I thought it was the coolest thing. We had to have a party at school on my birthday every year. I got Valentine's. I got happy birthday cards. Um, Oh, I see. She likes it. Or at least she did when she she was a kid. Yeah. It was really special. My mom always made a heart-shaped cake for me. As I got older it it like lost its luster i think every year do you find it to be annoying now as an adult trying to make plans with like friends and family to celebrate your birthday and restaurants are all booked up or friends are busy how do you navigate that Mm, good question yeah it's uh i've spent the majority of my adult life single it's been hard you know a lot of my friends are married a lot of my friends are in real long-term relationships. They have kids. They're not like up for doing a whole lot for Valentine's Day itself or have other plans for Valentine's Day. Mm, you want to hang out? Nah, I busy. I want to hang, hang out, out now. Nah, busy. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Nah, nah, nah busy. busy. Yeah. Love, in love. Sorry, got to go. I gave up on trying to make a reservation anywhere <laughs> a long time ago, I think. Is there one thing you do like about your birthday falling on Valentine's Day? I love love. There is nothing better than love. Everybody wants it. Everybody needs it. Oh, that's so sweet. What a great answer. Yeah, that's Laura, man. Very insightful. But then there's also Melissa, your friend, who is celebrating her birthday today. How was that for you growing up, elementary, middle school, high school, having to share your day with other people? So honestly, I've never really been a big birthday person. So it neither is my dad. He just says it's another day. What? Yeah, I'm not all a, about it. Not a big birthday person. So it it never really phased me. When I was younger, my parents would make sure that Valentine's Day was about me. We'd go to dinner. As I got older, though, it kind of shifted, and they would go to dinner, and then we would do birthday things within the week of my birthday. Uh, yep. But I think that that shift happened naturally just because I wasn't one of those kids to be like, but it's my birthday. We have to do it on my birthday. Uh, yep, very quiet. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to disturb the anything, boat. Yep. Yep. I am so bad with dates myself and remembering birthdays. And I'll have people come out of the woodwork and they're like, oh, I remember your birthday's on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, wow, I have no idea when your birthday is. So that is kind of fun. (laughs) Oh, it's so sweet. This day of love, of love. Of birthdays. Birthdays. So happy birthday to your friends and anyone who's celebrating today on this other holiday that seemingly has been deemed more important by society. Yeah, thank you for sharing your day with us. Yes, and thank you for sharing your friends' lives with us, Jabo. You're and, welcome. And caring enough about them to just check in and see how they're doing. It sounds like they're totally fine. Yeah, they're good. What a waste of time. I'm sorry you had to waste your time. <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> it's never a waste of time when you're checking in with a friend. That's true, that's true. And yeah, it is the day of love, or some call it that. And I think it's appropriate to find my favorite lover and bring her on the radio Okay. Is that you, Jessica? My only lover. Yep. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. I got your special surprise this morning. May I share what it was? Yep. 
So I go into my car and there's a box and I was so moved by it. It was this beautiful little note and just made me feel so good. And I got all excited and I sat there in my car and read it. Are you crying? Well, no, I mean, it might be a little misty, but it's just because she cares about me so much and it's so cool. And this is the dumbest holiday, but you know what? If it can make me feel like this, it can't be that dumb. No, right, Jabo? No, it's not. I mean, you have somebody special in your life that makes you feel loved. Thank you, Jessica. You're welcome. Now, did you uh, see anything today? Did you find anything? Yeah, Jess, what TJ get you? In the house? Um, yeah, I see um, little chocolate. You got me and, the gr- and our daughters each the same thing, a chocolate and a strawberry, right? Wait, is that a bad thing? I got, no, hold on. I got high class chocolate covered strawberries Mm -hmm. for all the ladies in my life. Mm -hmm. And I got you a little something extra. And I sent you a video to accompany it. Did did you not see all that? Oh, I didn't see the video. I saw a lot of texts where you were asking me about a bill. That's the first thing I saw. Oh, yeah. Well, that was was the top priority today. There was something that popped (laughs) up. And I thought, no no mention of thanking me for like the really creative present I did. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, um, it was like about seven texts about a bill. Well, there was a there was a shocking bill that just popped up out of nowhere. And I was like, well, that's interesting. I hadn't heard about this one. But uh, no, I mean, this is about Valentine's Day. Yeah. See, and this might be... Uh, can you hold on one second, Jessica? Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. Let me just put her on all day. So this is why priorities and order matter. <laughs> um, I probably should have waited on mentioning the bill and address the Valentine's Day gift and everything that she did thoughtfully first. It's okay to miss that. Because now I'll likely have to pay a price when I get home. And is it going to be fun? No. No, it's going to be not the Valentine's Day that I dreamt up. But look, I created the problem. Your so, wife Jess is pretty forgiving, though. Maybe she'll forget by the you, time you get you home. Would, yeah, you would hope. But as you can hear on the phone, <laughs> she's on hold right now. Not the not the most excited tone yeah. for what is a very Sl- loving she day. She was slightly disappointed. So, uh, all right, hold on, stand by. Sorry about that, Jessica. Oh, hey, Jess. Hey. So, um, listen, well, I, I'm sorry about the order of those texts. That was probably the wrong thing to do. Yeah, it de- definitely felt like, um, oh, I actually checked my phone really excitedly because I was like, he's going to be so excited to get, like, I wrote you a poem. No, I know. It was amazing. Your picture. I got you, like, special treats. You know, I loved it. And it was going to be, in, it was in your car. So it was like, you're going to think you got nothing. Yeah, I did think and I got then, nothing. <laughs> and then I got it. Yeah. I was so excited. And then I saw my phone. Oh, 11 messages from TJ. <laughs> no, it wasn't 11. <laughs> I was like, wow, I think it was, loved it so much. No, I think it was four about the bill. But no, I know. It, I could have handled that better. No, and you know, if there have been. about the bill. And then the last thing said, thank you for your special present. It I was, love you. It just yeah. felt like almost automated response. Well, you have to understand, I sent those other messages before I went to the car. So it makes sense. Well, the other ones were very passionate. Yeah. Those were the Valentine's. That was the passion I was looking for. Well, I, I exhausted my passion in the first. All right, Jess, I got to run, but happy Valentine's Day. I love you. Okay. Love you too. All right. Bye-bye. Well, gee, I wouldn't have made that phone call had I known that it was going to. Better well, luck next year, TJ. Happy Valentine's Day. Take note. <laughs> in your to-do notebook and uh, do the opposite of what I did mm-hmm. earlier today. You know, speaking of uh, love and relationships, do you know that our producer Kenny has been with his girlfriend for a year? And I think this will even out some of the awkwardness. You did something very sweet with her. And if you would, share it with Jabo. He, we were just catching up before the show and I asked him if, if we could bring this up and he said yes. Yeah, it was recently the anniversary of our first ever date. Mm. Which and you celebrate. 
Well, it's our first one, so we yeah. did. And, and I guess uh, you got every every mark you can on the timeline, okay. right? When you first get into a relationship. Yeah, and uh, when we went on our first date, it was a little awkward. You know, the rule book says you shouldn't go out to a meal in case it's horribly awkward and you need to bail for some mm-hmm. reason. So we, we met at a public place. We went for a walk of all places inside a Target store. Mm. We walked around for three, four hours around that Target. We didn't buy a thing. And Did she want to buy a bunch of random stuff you no. don't need that piles up on the kitchen counter? Because and, I do that all the time. But the kids need it, they, no. so you got to get it. I had to get it. Amazingly, she was impressed. No, no. I was just asking. <laughs> she was impressed because I think she said it was the only time she'd ever been inside a Target without having to buy something. Okay, so, so you guys walked around. The conversation, getting to know each other, was so fulfilling that there wasn't a need to commercialize the whole thing. So upon the year of our first date anniversary, we went back to Target and we, we we recreated that first date. How long did you walk around for? Before you bought something. Uh, yeah, we walked around for significantly less time, yeah. and we bought a bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, okay, there you I go. knew you would eventually. Yeah. Target gets you every time. Welcome to it. Okay, fine. Well, good. Congratulations, Kenny. Listen, I'm proud of you. I'm proud that I think Kenny's come a very long way in his relationship. Like, if you remember pretty early on, he had just started dating this girl. Oh, TJ. And days later... He, you know, he just announced, this is my girlfriend now. He was out on the street doing an interview. <laughs> and, I, and his immediate response was, she was very attractive, by oh. the way. And we just saw where he was. Kenny put his foot in his mouth yeah. over and over and over again. TJ would ask him a question and Kenny just walk right into the trap. And I would tell Kenny, like, just keep your mouth shut, man. She was very attractive. You want this relationship to last? <laughs> keep your mouth shut. And He's it, learned. And it hasn't lasted. He listened to you. Yes. And I just want to say congratulations to you, Kenny, for going a full year. Yeah, well, thanks for commemorating our anniversary by playing the clip that my girlfriend specifically asked you never to play again. Well, so. listen, I think we're past that now. I think everyone knows that you guys are in love. Time wound, uh, heals all wounds. Well, Kenny, you've also shared that you, you and your girlfriend have never gotten into an argument. So There's what? the first one for you. Hey, ain't no time like a present. Yeah, it's not don't, my fault. Don't forget this, Allison. <laughs> she was very attractive, by the way. My girlfriend is very attractive, by the oh, way. Oh, there, you go. there we go, big boy. Happy Valentine's Day. This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? We recently reported on Amazon Prime Video introducing a new fee for ad-free viewing on the Prime Video platform. Yeah, I thought that was so nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> I I always am like, you know, when's that going to happen? I'm paying for the service. Like, where are the ads? I miss them. Yeah, essentially, they turned their default viewership on Prime Video to a ad-supported plan. And if you want ad-free video, you have to pay an extra $2.99 a month. Now a class action lawsuit has been filed in California federal court that claims breach of contract and violations of state consumer protection laws when users saw the terms of their subscription change when Amazon made this move. There's got to be pushback on yeah. the some of these companies where they're just... It almost feels like... We're being milked, you know, where it's like, how much money can they get out of us? We are being milked. Everything is for you to pay for a service. And then later on, they're like, oh, you're going to pay for that first service. And now you're getting commercials. It's like I pay for the service originally because there were no commercials. Yeah. The big draw of a lot of audio streaming platforms was, well, let's pay for this. You get music. You know, yeah, it's not like that radio, right? Where they play a couple ads. And then what's happening? So now 
you get people to subscribe to it, and then it's got well, yeah, well, we're gonna throw ads in. You got to now pray for a premium. Mm-hmm. So what do they what do they do? They fooled people into paying for the radio. In a lot of cases. But it's great that people are not taking it laying down anymore. Well, people are too smart for that. They see it. And then they they leave. And then you see these stories in some of these subscription services. Oh, gee, 100,000 people left. Why? Well, you bring up a good point. Uh, Part of this lawsuit is alleging deception that customers were indeed fooled, especially prime customers who signed up for a yearly plan. Because it's one thing if you're month to month, and then mm-hmm. they decide to change their terms from one month to the next. But mm-hmm. if you sign up for the whole year, you signed up under those terms and conditions. And that's particularly what this class action lawsuit is fighting for those who signed up, I believe, before December 2023. I'm strong to a point. Like the other night, I needed something like right away. And I used Prime, yeah, showed up at my door like I right away. It. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. That's great. That's annoying that they got here so fast. I was really, <laughs> really hoping they weren't going to nail that one, but they did. Kenny, what else do you have? In other media news, Paramount Global announces that they're going to lay off hundreds of employees. And this is all following a record-setting Super Bowl, which aired on CBS, a part of Paramount Global. That's being announced, like that it's happening or it's speculation? Oh, it's happening. As a matter what? of fact, I think most of the employees may have already been laid off by this point. Man, oh my goodness. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, and I'm I'm sorry for you if you're one of those people. It's just such a wild time in our world right now. Yeah, this one in particular, it appears Paramount is just bleeding money. They say shares were down about 13% since the start of last year. They fell 4% following the news of this layoff. And I think they lost $238 million in the third quarter of last year. And up to that point, they already lost $1.2 billion. And it's mainly involving their TV and streaming part of the business. Well, isn't it so interesting that a lot of these problems are stemming out of what used to just be cable TV, right? You'd pay for one mm-hmm. service. Everyone seemed to win. It was simple back then. And everyone, you know, in comparison, seemed to win. Now they've fractured all these different places. Right. And look at how it's a struggle. Like they've got to band together in unity again in some way that fits today's world. Right. And then maybe they don't have to fire as many people. Like why are they all trying to work separately? Mm-hmm. Kenny, what else do you have? United Airlines briefly grounded its fleet of brand new Airbus A321neo planes. It had nothing to do with safety, however. So why they do it? Well, it goes back to this old regulation from around 1990 regarding no smoking signs. What's the regulation? So in 1990, no smoking signs needed to be manually operated by the crew. This new Airbus plane features software that automatically displays the signage during a flight so the crew doesn't have to switch it on and off. So this was, I guess, back when perhaps you could smoke on some flights. So did they not put the sign on and then somebody lit a cigarette up? No, it's just the mere fact that this plane doesn't have the ability to manually turn the sign on and off. In reality, what needs to change is the regulation. So could you imagine being on a flight and they ground it for that reason? United is appealing to the FAA. Other airlines who have newer planes have applied for exemptions, but United didn't apply for the exemption in time. I was on my way back from England uh, a few years ago, and I was at the very back of the plane, and I smelled smoke. 
And I was really? like, what is going on? Mind you, I'm crossing the Atlantic here, okay? Coming back to the States. And there was a dude in the bathroom smoking a cigarette. That and the flight attendants like started going at him and telling him, are you crazy? Like, you can get fined for this. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I just, I just, and she's like, it's a five hour flight. You could have dealt, like it was this big ordeal. I remember that to this day, it was scary. I didn't know what could have happened. Shocking that someone would take the risk, yep. and it speaks to the addiction power yep. of nicotine. Yeah, because you you'd have to be really addicted to something to put your life and possibly other people's lives in danger if it can cause something as tragic yeah. as you know a plane going down. I don't know. Another uh, little bit of evidence not to start if we haven't yet. (laughs) So the FAA has allowed these new planes to resume their flights as they review their application for exemption because of this outdated regulation. Good. I'm sure the people who just want to get to where they're going appreciate that. Right. Kenny, what else do you have? We're seeing more and more use of artificial intelligence for people on dating apps like Tinder or Hinge, Bumble, Mm. etc., That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, there was a study in the UK. 37% of dating app bios are AI generated, according to cyber experts at Geonode. I mean, think about that. 37% of people are cool with just, what, clicking a button and saying, figure it out for one of the most important decisions I'll ever make in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll put it in the computer's hand. We'll see what happens. It'll be fine. Well, the reasons that people gave for using AI for its help with dating profiles are to stand out from the crowd in an increasingly saturated landscape, to save time due to hectic lifestyles, Mm. to come up with new intriguing ways to attract someone. And then they also made the point that because AI is essentially an algorithm in and of itself, and the dating apps match you based on an algorithm Mm. that maybe the AI will be able to navigate the algorithm better than the human brain can. Just spare the people that you're trying to date. Because <laughs> then you're finessing bother. people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not to be calculated. Mm-hmm. I mean, how the heck? Well, what do I know? Writing a bio, though, for those dating apps, it's, it's annoying. so annoying. I remember that. It's anno- There's a lot of annoying things about relationships. Yeah. We just got to get through it if we want to get into a relationship. Kenny, what else do you have? The CDC is reportedly dropping its five-day COVID isolation recommendation. Is this official? Not official. So it's under consideration. The new guidelines are still needing to be approved. But if approved, starting in April, the agency will instead advise Americans that they no longer need to stay home if they are fever-free for at least 24 hours or without the help of medication and their other symptoms are improving. So it's like the flu. That's exactly what Yeah. Whatever other sickness is swirling around the world. But who wants to go to work feeling like boo-boo? Yeah, well, I guess with any other sickness, it seems like they're just putting it in now the other category of other sicknesses. Exactly. According to experts, the decision would align COVID guidelines with those for flu or RSV. I can't stand getting sick. So annoying. Yeah, it's it's inconvenient. Either. There's something we can all agree on, right? Yeah. Who likes it? No one likes it. <laughs> yeah. And it would be the first CDC change to COVID isolation protocol since 2021. So, so if you get into an argument at work with someone who maybe doesn't agree that it should be this way... You just throw that out there. You like being sick? No. All right, we agree on that. Yeah, I'm not coming in. <laughs> have a great day. Nope. Kenny, what else do you have? Jazzwares, the owner of the popular Squishmallow Toys, has sued Build-A-Bear, claiming what? that their stuffed creatures are a knockoff of their flagship product. Look at this. We're in a world where even stuffed animals are fighting. Stuffed animals have been around since the beginning of time. So how is that a knockoff? It's just a stuffed animal. With the Build-A-Bear, you can put a little heart in it and a little voice in it. You build it yourself. The squish, what they call Squishmallows? I bought so many of them. I can't remember what they're called for my nieces and nephews. They're not the same thing as a Build-A-Bear. 
So what's their argument? Squishmallows exploded in popularity during the pandemic, so much so that Warren Buffett's company, Berkshire Hathaway, bought a controlling stake of the business for $12 billion. They were the most popular toy of the year in 2022. Are you kidding me? These things, I'm looking, I had a Google it because I didn't Mm -hmm. even know what it was. I've bought so many of those things. My kids already have these toys. I got a bunch of these creatures around the house. I try to throw them out when they're not looking. I thought they were garbage. So it's a round plushie with a face on it. Last month, Build-A-Bear began selling its own line of huggable round stuffed animals with small smiles. Now Jazz wears the squish Mallow's company claims that the toys are too close to oh their goodness. own simplified kawaii-style faces. I guess I'll always be a Build-A-Bear boy because I love when they take the stuffed animal and they shove stuffing in it. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's like it wasn't a stuffed animal, it was a sock. But now, it's a bear. You know what's not very close? The price between the Build-A-Bear and the other one. Like, it's it's not the same thing. Don't get involved in the stuffed animal fight, J-Bo. I'm trying oh, I'm to protect sorry. you. Okay, okay? I, thank is, you. We're in a wild world right now. You know well, I'm feisty. Build-A-Bear's countersuing, arguing that it's not against the law to slap a tiny face on a pillow, which is essentially Mm. what they've done. Now, Mm. plushie sales were up 4% (laughs) last year, hitting $1.7 billion in October, even as overall toy sale increased. And they say adults are to thank. These toy brands are reporting that people over the age of 12 make up about a quarter of all sales. Guess who's not in that stat? You? Me. Did you buy some for your daughter? Do I sound angry? <laughs> yeah, you, you were sounding angry all day today. You have to understand something. I go into my house and things like squishmallows and these little rubber ducks, they're just everywhere. Like, stop. Just stop making stuffed animals. Well, I bought one for my girlfriend, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm part of the problem. And Heather just too. told me that uh, her husband, Lewis, has one as well. We're at a point. We've got enough stuffed animals in the world. Just use the ones that are already there. Yeah, <laughs> I've bought three for my nieces. So, Kenny, what else do you have? The Super Bowl just happened, and planning for the next one has already commenced. How about that? They're prepared. Over there at that football league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, it was decided years ago that the game would be played at Caesars Superdome in New Orleans on February 9th, 2025. But the league is starting the countdown to next year's big game with the reveal of the new Super Bowl logo, and it's paying tribute to some of New Orleans' history. For the first time ever, the NFL has collaborated with a local artist for the design. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, it's cool. The The design is beautiful. Oh, it's really Super neat. Super beautiful. And all handmade too, TJ, right up your alley. Uh, this artist is Taj Williams. She's a local artist who is, quote, the queen of her black masking Indian tribe in New Orleans. Williams used black masking Indian methods of beading to build the Super Bowl logo by hand. Oh, look at that. That's fun. That's a different take, right? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Now, fans are now thinking back to that logo conspiracy, and we talked about it a little bit on this show as well. Even though last year's logo suggested it would be the Ravens playing the 49ers, next year's logo is perhaps suggesting that the Chiefs will be back in the big game because it is predominantly red. You guys uh, need to stop with this conspiracy stuff. We've already proven that that was completely false. Well, I don't know. With the <laughs> Taylor Swift being thrown no, into the mix, well, they might have rewritten. No, stop. it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So if we can stop trying to analyze the colors of the logo. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I will tell you this. Super Bowl being in New Orleans next year, around the same time Mardi Gras pops off, is going to be a wild time. Oh, yeah. 
Well, well, we'll see how it all unfolds. And Kenny, thanks for that update. That's awesome. I always love when local artists are considered for anything because yeah. there are so many brilliant artists wherever we are in the smallest towns and the biggest towns. There are people who know how to do great work and it's really cool. Kenny, what else do you have? Well, speaking of the Super Bowl, we were alerted of the new Deadpool and Wolverine trailer during the Super Bowl commercials, and now the numbers are rolling in. The Deadpool and Wolverine trailer is officially the most viewed trailer of all time within 24 hours. It has over wow. 365 million views. That's, Ryan Reynolds. You can't right? miss, man. This guy. I mean, he's really become like a Michael Jordan of marketing. He's the dude. He's the guy. You're right about that. The movie comes out in July. And, of course, it features Wolverine back in the Marvel Universe with Hugh Jackman reprising his role. Uh, Deadpool and Wolverine secured this new milestone by passing the 355.5 million views of the teaser trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. And this was a particularly big accomplishment because Spider-Man No Way Home was so far ahead of other competition, which includes like Avengers Endgame, only had 289 million views. Um, the final trailer for Endgame, 268 million views. So Spider-Man No Way Home blew that out of the water. Nobody thought that that would be beaten, but Deadpool and Wolverine did it in 24 hours. It's so interesting to me that the biggest numbers that we get on this planet, it's about games like football where there's this battle on sure. this field happening mm -hmm. and there's two sides cheering one way or the other. And then with movies, often it's heroic savior type movies yeah, superhero movies superhero yeah. movies it's so interesting that uh, those numbers are huge far out something about us must love it yeah well they're fun yeah and i think we love fun as humans we like to have fun i kenny, think it also speaks to our core we all want to be a hero in some kind of story sure kenny thank you for keeping us somewhat informed that's what's happening <laughs> 